Hello, upstairs, mezzanine to your left. Welcome, row D, seat 14, straight down to the right. Honey, these are great seats. Program? Places, everyone. Places, please. Welcome to Between Acts, an immersive audio experience. Here, we set the stage for your imagination to freely venture through the works of newfound playwrights, from dramas to comedies, and everything in between. Today, Between Acts proudly presents... The Real Thing. Clarissa's boyfriend is perfect. Jerry's girlfriend is perfect too. But sometimes perfect just isn't good enough. So please, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Living on the magical isle of New York City, there was once a young woman named Clarissa who lived an ordinary, if not somewhat dull, life. She worked a stable but unfulfilling job in an unremarkable office, each day blending into the next. However, on this particular unseasonably warm day, Valentine's Day, Clarissa's life was going to change forever. After a three-hour meeting that should have been a two-paragraph email, Clarissa finally escaped to her lunch hour with the intention of meeting someone at her favorite place, a rarely used bench in Central Park. She ran past a group of protesters at Central Park Southeast and arrived at the bench. But it was empty. Her stomach growled fiercely as it was now two o'clock, so she found her way to a hot dog cart nearby. She waited until the megaphone from the protesters quieted before placing her order. This tyranny must stop. Dogs and cats should receive free health care because no one will hire them. One hot dog, please. Hold on, I think I have exact change. Happy Valentine's Day. One hot dog coming up. Happy Valentine's Day. You are just in time. I opened a new package just a few minutes ago. Here you go. For you. Thank you. Where is the ketchup? You'll find everything on the other side. Ketchup, mustard, relish, napkins, everything. Okay, thanks. Do you like hot dogs? I'm sorry, what? Do you like hot dogs? Or do you think they are a... A phallic symbol for the rape of the American pig. Oh, I don't even know what to say to that. (laughs) I did not know either when those, how you say, protesters asked me that question when I I gave them their hot dog. Well, that's fascinating. This is so good. What are they protesting anyway? Eating meat, more. Are you serious? Then why were they buying them? Yo no sé. Ten of them came over here and asked me, like, do you have gluten-free tofu dogs? I said, yes. And did you? Did I what? Did you really have gluten-free tofu dogs? (laughs) Oh no, not at all. I confused the word tofu with the word kosher. (laughs) Then I realized later, nobody say anything. So at least ten of those girls over there that are protesting against eating meat are currently eating meat. I guess. Uh, some of them need the, how should you say, protein. 
vegans are the voices for the animals. Chickens deserve the right to vote. If chickens could vote, do you think we'd be in the political mess we are today? No! They were my only customers today. Well, and you. I feel bad now, but I need the business. But, but you can't just trick them like that. It, it's terrible. Yes, but it was not on purpose. In Argentina, I was a psychologist. But here they say my university is not reputable. Now I work for my brother, Tomas, selling hot dogs for the Americans and choripan for the Argentinians. You see, choripan is... Chorizo hot dogs? Very good. I did not realize what I did. Besides, it is not a bad thing to try the real thing before you say no. 20 minute break. Assemble back here in exactly 20 minutes, people. Thank goodness. I cannot handle any more talk of steak sacrifices. I must say, your, your English is excellent. Thank you. I have worked hard at it. My name is Mateo. I am pleased to meet you. Oh, it is a pleasure to meet you, too. Sorry for the awkward left handshake. It's, this is the best hot dog I've ever had, and well, I don't want to put it down. I'm Clarissa. Your name is a pretty one. Thank you. Ooh, psychologist to hot dog vendor is quite a change. Do you miss psychology? Oh, yes, mucho. I am missing the conversation. Many of my clients thought I must be, what is the word, psychic. Psychic? I hope I am saying this the right way. I mean, able to see things with my mind. Not true, of course, but I always took this as a compliment. Why did they think you were psychic? I am very good at reading people. Some say I know them better than they even know themselves. I bet you won't be able to read me. A challenge? I accept. Hmm. You work in an office. <laughs> is it the way I'm dressed? <laughs> no, it is the look in your eyes. Your eyes look tired from looking at the computer all day. Time to throw out that fancy eye cream. No, I do not mean wrinkles. I mean weary. I do work hard. Is that good for you? It's good for my bank account. That is not the same thing. Are you here alone? Mm, no, I I'm waiting for my boyfriend. <laughs> do not worry. I am not romancing you. I am much too old for you. I only want to give you my advice, as a psychologist, not as a seller of hot dogs. All right then, what is your advice? I want for sure to remember that it is not a bad thing to try the real thing before you say no. Wait, what? That's what you said about the protesters. Yes, and now I say it for you. Remember it. I don't think I could forget this if I tried. I must get going, and so must you. You don't want to keep your boyfriend waiting on Valentine's Day. Good luck. Thank you. I think. A wink later, and he quickly disappeared in the distance. 
Clarissa stared after him for several seconds before shaking it off and checking her watch. Much to her dismay, she was late for her meeting at her bench. Finishing the hot dog, she chucked the empty wrapper and jogged to the bench. As she turned the corner, she saw the man she had planned to meet was there now, facing away from her. Simply seeing his suit made her smile. She snuck up behind him and placed her hands over his eyes. Guess who? Hmm, is it the most beautiful girl in the entire world? It is! Oh, where have you been? I've been waiting. Oh, I was beginning to think you stood me up. But never mind that now. Happy Valentine's Day, darling. Happy Valentine's Day, pumpkin pot pie. I'm sorry I made you wait. Bob caught me on the way out and started yelling at me about misplacing his files, and he never gave me the files in the first place, and I was so hungry that I just... <sighs> Don't worry, my love. I find your habitual lateness endearing. Haha, <laughs> very funny. No, seriously, it's not a big deal. I understand how crazy it's been for you at work. I'm happy to see you at all. I'm happy to see you too, baby. Have you done something different with your hair? Oh, it looks positively stunning. I can't believe you noticed. Well, of course you noticed, but you're the first person to notice so far. I cut and colored it. This color is divine. It's like a beautiful summer sunset. Summer sunset? That's the name of the color. How did you know? <laughs> Call it a hunch. I am perfect, you know. And terribly modest. I'm more than modest. I'm lucky. Lucky because I've got you. Oh, your hair looks almost ethereal. Ethereal. You sweet talker. Flattery will get you everywhere. Beautiful women are born to be flattered. Just like I was brought into this world expressly to worship your beauty. How is it that you always know exactly what to say to me? <laughs> what can I say? You inspire me. Oh, don't. In one nonchalant motion, he pulled Clarissa into the most sensual makeout session she had ever experienced. She wrapped her arms around his neck, kissing him without inhibition. She enjoyed it so much that she didn't even notice a man from her office walking nearby. <clears throat> uh, hey, Clarissa. Uh, hi, Jerry. So, uh, what you up to? What am I up to? Uh, not much. I'm not much? Shh. How about you, Jerry? I like to spend my lunch hour in the park when the weather's nice. There's this incredible crepe place near Central Park South with a green awning. The one near Columbus Circle. That's the one! I, I love, love that, that place. place! They make them so thin! With that delicate layer of Nutella, they're just so... Perfect! perfect. <laughs> exactly! Plus, it's, it's good to just get out of the office for a while, you know? Oh, yeah, I totally understand. Sometimes it's the only way to keep your sanity. I hear that. It's been insanely stressful in marketing lately, but I, I, I really shouldn't complain. I can't imagine how bad it must be for you in finance. Be glad you can't imagine, because it's every bit as bad as you could imagine. <laughs> you don't mind if I sit with you for a while, do you? Oh, not at all. Complaining about the office is one of my favorite activities. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Do I know you? It was Jerry, right? Things are super disorganized now that Bob is on your team, huh? 
That guy is nuts. Have you seen that he doesn't even know the difference between N-E-W and K-N-E-W? You know they moved him over there because the whole AP department couldn't stand him, right? <laughs> He's been moved to a new position. Now, if he only knew what he was doing, am I right? <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, Jerry, but we were sort of in the middle of something before you helped yourself to a seat. I personally hate the way he calls all the women in the office skirts. Well, when he started, in the Ice Age, there probably weren't any female co-workers. I'm sure he thinks of us as secretaries. Oh, I think he just wants you to be secretaries. I think he just wants me to get him his coffee. In the middle of a meeting the other day, he randomly asked me if I was a parking ticket. And before I could answer, he practically yelled... Because you've got fine written all over you? Yes. How did you know? <laughs> Believe it or not, I used to be uncool, too. Used to be? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. You're still uncool, bro. <laughs> Good thing you're cool now, unlike Bob. Just say he's cool. Yeah, you know, every department has its problem, child. I work directly with Martha. Oh, you poor thing. Poor thing? Don't you think he's just the slightest bit rude just sitting down here uninvited? Well, there's barely room enough for the three of us on this bench. Isn't she like a thousand years old? Nah, she's only 300. And all you have to do is promise her pudding, and she performs like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> You're flirting with my girlfriend, Jerry, and I'm right here. What's the deal? So, here's the deal. Uh, a bunch of us single folks were going to attend this single empowerment meetup tonight that Marina planned. We're, we're going to hit up that pub below the office, you know, uh, O'Malley's. You know, it's, it, it, it's Valentine's Day or whatever. Or we're, we're, we're celebrating our freedom, or so Marina says. Boy, ever since Corvette Guy dumped her, she's been on such a bender. I mean, the first tattoo was misspelled, and the newer one says, Teabagger for life. I don't think she actually knows what that means, and I can't bring myself to tell her. Poor Marina. Yeah, poor Marina. Anyway, I thought I might make an appearance. W were, you, were you thinking about going? Oh, I hadn't really given it much thought. I should probably at least show up to say hi. Ooh, and O'Malley's does have some wicked martinis. Yeah, I, uh, oh, I love a good martini. Hey, I have an idea. Do you think you might like to... I mean... Would you like to go with me? Oh, that's so sweet, Jerry. Ooh, shocker. That's right, Jerry boy. That's called rejection. Rejection. And you just got a big old helping of it, you pompous bastard. Oh, oh God, for, 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 forget I said anything. I, I can't believe I made such an ass out of myself. I, I knew it. You're, you're not attracted to me. I mean, look at you, look at me. Uh, of course you're not attracted to me. Why would anyone ever be attracted to me? Hey, buddy, there are other fish in the sea. But don't get your hopes up. I'm not attracted to you either. Jerry, stop. I, I didn't say that. I happen to think you're very attractive. Really? Uh, no. Yes. What? It's gritting your teeth the new way of crossing your fingers when you lie to someone? What? Oh, no. Sometimes my jaw locks up. Yeah, sure. Sounds like you really meant it. I, I knew you'd say no. It is not a bad thing to try the real thing before you say no. Before you say no. What? What? I'm... I'm not saying no. You're not? Yeah, you're not? Honestly, Jerry, I find you very attractive and I'd love to be your date tonight. Really? Yes. Am I living in the twilight zone? When is Rod Serling gonna come out? 
You might not say that if you were sitting next to him. I'm close enough to see the rogue nose hairs, and he has B.O. B.O. You're not seriously entertaining the idea of letting this furry, stinky bottom dweller take you out tonight. I'm sure we'll have a fantastic time tonight, Jerry. That, that's great. I'm so glad. I'll have the prettiest girl there on my arm tonight. I'd like to remind everyone that I said you're the most beautiful girl in the entire world. And Jerry, did you just say on your arm? What hick town did you roll out of? Clarissa, I'm willing to bet that you're going on a date with somebody who probably took his sisters to the hoedowns in more ways than one. Hey, did you change your hair? I did. I, I cut it and colored it. Oh, it looks really nice. Nice? Nice? He probably doesn't even know what ethereal means. Oh, for God's sake, he's not even trying. I've been trying to ask you out for a while now. Every day I walk by your desk and say to myself, you've got to ask out that beautiful woman, Jerry. I've almost done it so many times. I almost feel bad for you. Almost. It's just you're sort of intimidating. Uh, I, I, I mean that as a compliment. Thank you. That came out wrong. Uh, what, what I'm trying to say is, you're kind of like the nice china. You can't use it all the time because it's delicate and special. Am I making any sense? Oh, that's a lovely compliment when you put it that way. Oh, I kept trying to drop hints, but I guess they were a little too subtle. Each day I walk by your desk and think about asking you out, some days I almost got the courage up to do it. Like today! And now I've done it! Amazing! I really think the world of you, Clarissa. So I'll meet you out front at, say, 6 o'clock? It's a date. Awesome. So, don't be late. For our very important date. I'll see you then. As they both stood up, Clarissa went in for a hug. Jerry started to go in for a hug as well, but chickened out halfway through and ended up vigorously shaking her hand before wandering off in a direction he did not mean to go. OMG. Well, he's a loser. What a lame moron. The only person being lame was you. You were so rude. How am I supposed to react to some strange man asking my girlfriend out right in front of me? I'm not your property. You don't own me. I have a right to interact with other people. Why would you want to? What makes Jerry so special? He's a nice person. He has a lot of excellent qualities. I'm sorry. Excellent qualities? I'm perfect! How could you do that to me? Are you trying to make me crazy? Don't you dare talk to me like that. You do make me crazy. You're not real. And I'm talking to you. How much more crazy could I get? You know, I have feelings just like everyone else. I can feel jealousy and hurt. Just because you created me, and because you imagined me, doesn't mean I'm not real. Actually, that's exactly what it means. Look. You're keeping me from having any real relationships with men. No man stands a chance if I put him up next to you. Why would you need a real man when you have this? I know you have perfect abs, but how about children? You hate them. Damn it. You're right. How do you know that? Uh, you made me up? Right. Uh, well, what about sex then? We have sex. No. We have masturbation. What's that? Masturbation. Hmm? Masturbation! And when have you ever found sex to be better than masturbation? 
Touché. Face it, you're better off with me. Am I? Am I really? It's not like you can take me to O'Malley's. Sure I can. All right, no one will stare at me as I sit there talking to myself. You don't have to talk out loud. It's creepy that you can hear my thoughts. Even assuming I don't talk out loud, I'd just be sitting there smiling at a wall or something. Best case scenario, people would think I'm not operating on all cylinders. But I listen to you. I hear you. I help you work out your issues. Your very existence is an issue. What if I get sick? What if I don't have enough money to pay the rent? What if I'm choking on a chicken bone? Will you help me then? I... I can't keep doing this to myself, this game we play. It isn't real. It's time for me to face the world as it is. I don't want to be some crazy old lady living alone. I don't want my cats to eat my face off and no one to notice I'm dead until the smell drifts into the hall. No one wants to be that lady. You're the only lady for me. Listen, as much as I love you, I want to share my life with a real man. Larissa, come on. What we have is special. No real man can offer you what I can. What we have is sick, and I'm not doing it anymore. I'm ignoring you. You're being ignored, and you can just deal with it. Clarissa, don't do this. You'll be back. You always come back to me. But she didn't come back. She had broken it off before, but she had always come back to him. Hours became days. Days became weeks. He didn't think she could get along without him, but the truth was, he couldn't get along without her. He missed her. He ached for her. But she didn't talk to him at all anymore. And then one not-so-very-special day, she agreed to marry Jerry, the awkward man that couldn't color-coordinate to save his life. It's natural for every living being to feel that their actions don't matter in the context of this vast universe. But as a figment of someone's imagination who is actively ignoring you, your actions really don't matter. He started drinking. He became an imaginary alcoholic. On the day of the wedding, he stumbled out of the wedding tent and found himself sitting on a bench wishing he had an imaginary gun. He thought he should write an imaginary suicide note first, though. It seemed to him the polite thing to do. Dearest, darlingest lover, when you called it off, again, I was so upset that you could leave me, again. How could I go on without you, again, I thought. Sure, the first time you left, I was devastated. This time, however, is different. This time, it sucks in new and exciting ways. There seems to be far more regret and a lot more wanting you to die a slow and painful death. And so, I'm going to kill myself. I hope you're happy, you sadist. Clarissa, I'm sorry. I think we're making a big mistake here. I 
love you. Please don't leave me. I'll be better. Just, just don't. Oh, it's hopeless. He placed his head in his hands and was nearly in tears when an exceptionally sexy woman, dressed entirely inappropriately for the event, walked out of the wedding tent and started examining her nails near him. Gaudy ceremony, don't you think? <clears throat> I said, gaudy ceremony, don't you think? <laughs> Way too much pink if you ask me. I'm not a pink girl. Never have been. Reminds me of... Pepto after a hangover. I'm sorry. Are you... you talking to me? No, I'm talking to that bush over there. Oh. Don't be a moron. Of course I'm talking to you. But... I'm imaginary. So what? So am I. But that never stopped me from talking to anyone. You? You're imaginary? Am I mumbling? Sorry. You're the first non-real person I've ever met. Actually, you're only the second person I've ever talked to, and had them talk back to me. I've definitely never met anyone else who was imaginary before. Hey, I take offense to that. I prefer reality challenged. Come to think of it, you're the second person I've ever conversated with too. How about that? Weird. So, who imagined you? The Pope. Oh my god, really? Oh my god, really? No. This guy named Jerry. Tall, dark, sex machine. You know him? Yeah, I know him. The douche is marrying the love of my life as we speak. Oh, ouch. That sucks. Sorry, dude. I feel your pain. I've been Jer's nasty little sex slave for years. And he dumps me like that for some bimbo who doesn't even like football. No way is she going to let him watch the game during... Do you really think the Pope would imagine someone like me? Not really, but you don't exactly question the Pope. True that. Wait, who watches football during that? I mean, logistically, how do you pay attention to both at the same time? I don't know, but old Jerry used to be able to crank out five or six a game. That was more than I wanted to know, but five or six? <laughs> Good for him. I know. I was such a lucky woman. So let me get this straight. You're Jerry's fantasy woman? Well, I think I'm everyone's fantasy woman. Ha, <laughs> I mean, you're gorgeous, but... Oh, you think I'm gorgeous? Well, I guess I could see how you would. I mean, have you seen my boobs? I'd love to say no, but yes, they're glorious. I know, right? But who imagined you? I'm the bimbo's imaginary boyfriend. Oh, really? I guess you are sort of cute in an uptight kind of way. I can see why she'd make someone like you up. Wow, I think that's the first time I've agreed with her. Ooh, let's get this shirt unbuttoned. Ooh, impressive abs. Well, you're very forward, and I think I like it. It's nice not having to do all the heavy lifting in the relationship 24-7. Oh, God, I love it when you talk dirty to me. You want to go get an imaginary drink, Casanova? Martinis? I was thinking more like an IPA. Bet I can drink you under the table. I'm sure you can. I'm sort of a lightweight. Can I read you some poetry? Um, I guess. The game's on, so you can just... Wait for the commercials. <laughs> awesome! <laughs> Come on, buckaroo. Let's get you cheered up. You're just lucky I'm here to perk you up. Yes, I am. Lucky. Thanks. You know, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Hola, amigos. 
Would either of you like a hot dog or choripan? Oh, yes. I've been dying for a ballpark frank since Jer and I went to the World Series and... Wait a second. You can see us? Are you imaginary too? See, sí, mujer. How exciting. Who created you? Clarissa. I am her borderline racist voice of reason. Oh. This is so rad. I have so many questions. Can you actually speak Spanish? <laughs> oh no, my friend. Just a few phrases from Spanish one. Como esta? Donde está el baño? Muy bueno. That is pretty much it. Insane. We were just heading out for a drink. Would you want to tag along? Si, amigo. Me llamo Mateo. No way! You got a name? Oh, I'm so jealous. Not to mention surprised you can say so many things. I sat through Spanish one, not once, but three times. She could never decide on a name for me. I'm kind of partial to Brian with a Y, though. Or, ooh, what about Devin? Do I look like a Devin? Jefe, no. You are so not a Devon. Man, I am loving that accent. I want an accent. I could be Australian. You could call me the Thunder from Down Under. See, I could totally be Australian. Crikey, mate. Let's throw some shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, you keep working on that, buddy. Damn, that girl is full on cray-cray. So where are we going to go, boys? Well, I'd say the zoo is just down the road. Oh, I love the they zoo. went on to become the best of friends, and everyone went on to live extraordinary, far from dull lives. Oh, O'Malley's is great, I hear. Yeah, O'Malley's. The good. end. We have martini and beer and beer. Yeah, and an IPA. The Real Thing was produced by Missing Link. Written by Missy Ann Wilmoth. Directed, edited, and mixed by Janice Rivera. Performed by... Melissa Dunlap as Clarissa. Ernie Molina as Mateo. Peter Halverson as The Man. Michael Reed as Jerry. Charlene Sloan as The Woman. Juliana Rivera Sprague as The Protester. Eleanor Tapscott as The Narrator. Original music by Chris Bordeaux and Micah Buto. Subscribe, download, and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter or visit us at BetweenActs.show. Between Acts is a Missing Link production, a podcast media company dedicated to connecting people to intelligent, engaging, and informative content.